commit a sin. It is the human being who will commit the sin. for the joke workshop here on mutinyradio.fm every Monday from 6 to 8 a bunch of comedians get in a room and say things to each other but being nice not like calling them piles of dog shit but saying hey I have an idea to help that joke be better uh, and then giving them really uh, concrete specific examples of what they can do to help them out because we're nice if you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich make sure the bread tastes good and uh, take copious notes of each other the way this show works is if you make it you make it all you comedians here yay so if you like are like this sucks then the show will suck but if you're like yeah i'm really trying to help everybody then everything will be great all right uh in the fills today we have a bunch of songs about satan because there is an art project up right now on the walls that are all different parts of the satanistic hierarchy or lowerarchy i don't know demons yeah yeah all the demons are here. Exercise your demons through jokes. Your first comedian of the night, I actually, he's a really wonderful human being. I like to think of him as the aborted baby uh, that I, I think that the soul of my aborted baby in, in 1995 went directly into his mom's vagina and he was born. It's very exciting. Your first comedian of the night. Take notes. Be cool. Everybody, it's Mike Evans Jr. Hello. Um, let's see. So I'm, uh, I'm dating someone new right now. It's a lot of fun. Uh, finally dating this girl who originally was my friend for a very long time. And, uh, I don't know, it feels weird because she rejected me a lot before actually agreeing to date me. And um, I don't know how to feel about it. I don't know at all. I was friend zoned for like two years before she was finally like, yeah, I guess chlamydia is okay once, you know? But I won't, I won't you know, I won't catch it again though, unless she has it, you know? But um, I don't know, it's weird. I've never dated a friend and it's like a lot of people who are older than me always say that like, you know, once you date someone you're actually really good friends with, that might turn into a serious relationship and maybe marriage, which is scary because I still like watching porn. Or like, I, I like the idea of like going to a bar and someone wanting to fuck me, but I also like being in this relationship. So I don't know if this is a horrible thing to say or a good thing to say, but I would like your guys' advice on what to do. Should I cheat on my girlfriend? Should I? Guys, is that, I'm getting a nod. Because strangely, I, I'm, I'm way more confident on dating websites when I'm actually dating someone already, you know? If you're ever on Tinder and you're in a relationship, it's way, it's way easier. Because you're like, if you say no, I'm still getting blown. Well, uh, speaking of blown, uh, glo global warming, I'm still trying to figure out a way to make that funny. I teach in middle school right now, and I'm thinking like, if you motherfuckers don't learn shit, you're going to die. Like, there's no... Like, I'm done saving you. I like to pretend like I'm going to die before global warming hits, but we're all going to see it. Person outside agrees with me. <laughs> um, but I don't, I don't know what would make people all freak out for global warming. You know, it's, I mean, you know, the news only focuses on stuff that surrounds about white people, like when the church 
burned down what in Notre Dame, right? But like mosques get blown up every day and kids die every single day. But you know, French people church on fire. Oh no! And so, so maybe if like. I don't know if like Disneyland melted because of global warming, people would freak out, right? Yeah, we'd all give a shit. That's that's what I'm saying. Or if Pornhub like stopped, if they were like, if you don't sign that new Green Deal, no more porn for everyone. That would probably get someone to have a heart attack. Um, I have Metro PCS now, which uh, sucks because I'm paying for my own phone bill now. It shows you how responsible I am with my money. Um, Hello? Yeah, there you go. Okay. So um, I have Metro PCS right now, and it sucks because the service is really bad. Like, I can't make calls in my house. I can't watch porn where I want to anymore, like at work. And I can't um, can't do a lot of shit. Like, I'm glad Metro PCS doesn't make anything else like airplanes or, you know, stuff you need to really rely on because it's just fucked up. It's just really bad. Or, like, condoms. Like, would you trust Metro PCS condoms? I don't think you would. I think you would know what you're getting yourself into. <laughs> An audition on the Maury show. Shout out to people who understand that joke. Um, I think police officers should go to college. I don't know why there's a fucking... I don't know. Like My, my whole idea behind that is that every cop should go to like college for four years and study ethnic studies and um, criminal justice because why not? Right. I mean, to be fresh out of high school, like, you know, some motherfuckers that, you know, didn't even attempt college with a gun right now that have I can walk down the street and I'd get shot wearing what I'm wearing right now. But once I open this up and it shows that I teach at a middle school, you know, got to be like, oh, he's, he's just a human. Oh, fuck. I thought I thought he was a security guard who got loose or I don't know. I don't know what cops think. But yeah, I don't know. They should go to college because I they I trust them with my life every time. Everybody you generally trust with your life, you feel like has has been through a lot of shit to do that, right? Pilots, they've been through a lot of airplane school, right? Doctors, they go through the most school. And I, I trust doctors more with a gun than cops any day, right? They still probably wouldn't do it. Those motherfuckers do surgery. Yep, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Thank you. Mike Evans Jr. I love you. I love everything you have to say. I love that you started with light stuff like sex and then you actually go into things that matter. Yeah. I think that's, no, it's really important nice. that the, P, and, and, and the bridge between the two is great, that Metro PCS, airplanes, condoms, so funny. Nice. So funny. Um, cops are security cops that just got loose. I yep. think that's, you basically said it, but not that way. You said that you're a security cop mm -hmm. that got loose, but I think that cops are security cops that just got loose. That's that might be your, that might be your line because do, do security cops get guns? Right. Like who gets a gun? I really like that too. That I touched a doctor with a gun. Yeah. And glo and I also, my other thing, I love that, that you answered global warming with porn. Of course you did. It's so great. Like, the, like we're all like global warming's all fine and good until our porn gets fucked up. And exactly. then, then we're all going to lose our shit. Mm, we'll try. We'll see. Uh, try talk into it. Try the other one. There we go. 
Oh, uh, so I, just, I think I just was, wasn't paying attention, right? What was the chlamydia thing you said at the beginning of the first joke? Like, why'd you say oh, that? Oh, uh, I was talking about how, like, uh, this girl kept on rejecting me for a long time, a good friend. Was, okay. Uh, uh, she finally accepted dating me, and I'm like, oh, she's she's probably like, oh, chlamydia isn't that bad. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I think if I you listen to any of Mike Evans Jr.'s jokes, you know that he's had chlamydia twice. <laughs> oh, okay. And the first time he got chlamydia, everyone cool. felt sad for him, and the second oh, time right. he got chlamydia, everybody was like, oh, okay. Eh. Right. So it's just a past joke. Cool, cool. So just like, yeah, like a callback. Perfect. Okay, great. Um, and then, um, yeah, and no, I just like like Pam was saying, I think the idea of just like. Yeah, how uneducated you are as a cop with a gun is like the best. Just I don't know, I just, just even go off and just like the idea of, you know, you trust you trust like a surgeon to do surgery with a gun more than like a cop with like a regular gun, <laughs> yeah. which is like hilarious. I don't know. It's just something I always think about. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, he's using a live <laughs> gun though. At least he has a degree. We need to get the bullet out. Shoot it with another bullet. <laughs> You could you could use the guns instead of clamps. You could use like two guns instead of clamps to open up like a chest cavity. Like use two guns and like push them aside and then have someone else. They would be more careful. I thought that definitely. I thought that the stating of that premise, like you wound up stating it later in the joke, but up front would be really good if you just said everybody else I trust in my life has gone to college. You know what I mean? Right after you state the the, uh, that's a really good like. Distillation of the premise, it seemed like. I don't know. That was it. That's good. Everyone I trust. <laughs> you actually said it, but it was like later in the joke, you know, and it seemed like a good way Everyone to come I trust right out. in my life has gone to college. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Uh, Except my mom. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh I like the, in order of uh, the church thing, uh, it struck me that, like you said, people, mosques blow up and pe- there are people inside. Mm-hmm. might be good to separate it even more by saying, and then one empty church in France goes on fire and everybody freaks mm-hmm. out by adding the empty part. And that's what oh, yeah. I think of. Empty church, because all Catholic churches are empty all the time. In even Europe, downtown, yeah, they're right? All, they're they're everywhere. all empty. But here okay. too. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that was it. Oh, and the only other one was the Tinder. Uh, I thought of a phrase, I don't know if it's worthwhile, but uh, when you said uh, dating while, while, you're, uh, while you're dating using Tinder is better, mm-hmm. and I, the phrase playing with the house's money came up. <laughs> I think it's a funny way, to, it's a mi- good, funny, maybe misappropriation of that phrase. No, that, <laughs> you're that playing with the house's money, only the house doesn't know it. Your girlfriend doesn't know it. Anyway, exactly. just a thought. Oh. Thank you. All right. Any other comments? For, and everybody, for tonight, let's use the little microphone there because we know that one works. So we'll do that. And, and oh, everybody else note that the one on stage, sometimes the XLR goes out at the bottom, so like try to hold it up a little taller. Sorry, we're going we're gonna to try to fix all of our technical issues someday. Everybody, while we're doing that, clap for Mike Evans Jr. He's so funny. He's so great. He has a future. We all do. We all technically have a future, don't we? Isn't that true? I'm a huge fan of your next comedian. I think he's like, there are maybe five comedians in San Francisco that I think are underbooked and undersung. And he is one of them. He's so funny. And I, like he said, he trusts him with his life. I trust, I always trust John Gallagher to make the fucking jokes come. Put your hands together for John Gallagher! Thank you so much, Pam. So nice. Um, I was uh, I was having a lot of fun this uh, this last week reading uh, uh, all the re- reactions to the Sonic the Hedgehog movie coming out. Did anybody see this? The trailer for that fucking nightmare. Holy fuck! Thing is incredible. 
because uh, the weirdest thing is like they're making this movie it's like CGI Sonic the Hedgehog like not even I mean I don't know you don't think about that being like a popular movie but if you go on the internet and even just kind of veer into weird porn stuff like Sonic is always at the forefront of like weird drawn porn like all the time it's like he's like the weirdest most erotic cartoon character like and it's just weird that like they they got so much criticism. They're like, okay, we're gonna redo the entire CGI budget for this weird animated hedgehog thing, just because fans were so mad. And I think it's the first time in like studio history where they're like, they have a studio going like, oh yeah, you think this is so good? Why don't you drop it? And then the internet's like, yeah, you can draw Sonic with tits and uh, him getting fucked. Like, look at look at this muscular Sonic. He's so realistically just getting plowed on so many ways. And draw a horny Sonic doing whatever I want. Yeah. And they're like, well, fuck. All right. <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. I was I was giggling, and I had, to, I had to remind myself, like, I was at work on tour, but there's an image of, like, a lady Sonic with just tits. That was the funniest thing I think I've ever seen in my life. And then I'm like, then I'm like oh, yeah, that's in my browser history now. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, at least I know what cool recommendations are coming my way from the Internet. Someone's like, you like jacking off this? Like, no, I was, I was looking for a laugh. I'm sorry. Sometimes they're very linked, you know. Anyway, all right. <laughs> uh, so I wasn't I wasn't looking at a so weird Sonic porn at this job because I'm also a, a teacher. That's not going to happen. I wasn't doing it at that job. That's good. You don't want to be looking at Sonic porn around children. That's weird. Um, but I was uh, I wasn't in class, and uh, like I said, children so good at roasting, uh, fucking amazing at roasting. They're very excellent because you don't know, uh, you don't get empathy until you're an adult. I don't know if you know that. Like you are just an emotional monster that's capable of inflicting great pain on everybody around you just for no reason, right? Uh, so I'm sitting in class, and then out of nowhere, a child that is is being disrupted just goes, "Yo, this is the chicken man. He took Woody out of the box." And I was like, "What? What the fuck? What does that mean?" And then I can feel like a sea change in the room because I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. And then I just have to stay authoritative. So I go, no, I'm not. Now go back to work. And then they go, because mm, they're, you know, they didn't get the reaction they wanted. And then so quietly right behind my desk, I have to Google chicken man, Woody. And I see the Google image search comes up. And what he's called me is the Toy Story 2 villain, the chicken man that stole Woody out of the box. And I got to say, guys, uh, Google image comes up. And my only reaction is, that's pretty good. He got me got me pretty good because uh, it's pretty accurate, like 100%. Uh, if, he, if he was like a sniper with like jokes, this is like the Lee Harvey Oswald of joke telling, just a, a fucking headshot. Uh, very good. Very awesome. And then so I, like, I get through the period. Beginning of the next period, another child, uh, unrelated to the first one, comes and goes, chicken man. I'm like, fuck, no. I can't be the chicken man at the school. This is bad. This isn't good. And then I... To get through that, end it again. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to be the chicken man at this fucking school. I'm never going to come here again. I can't do that. Uh, I can't. I got to win. And then so I'm like sitting there. I got one more period. I'm like, okay, I just got to get through this last period because these children are now calling me chicken man. But the truth is I've always been the chicken man. Okay? That's what <laughs> now it's just I've always been that way. It's coming to the surface. But then next period comes around. Red alert alerted throughout the school uh, because a faculty member was stabbed in the face with scissors. And I'm like, yes, I'm out of here. Woo. And I get to leave. So this chicken man's flying the coop, baby. Ha, later, kids. That's right. It's cool. I get to get out of there. <laughs> so then uh, one, of the, one of the things is like you can, uh, the thing I do is you have an option whether or not you want to go and back and work at the schools again. So I went like uh, online. I was like, I don't want to work here. And they're like, why? What happened? Did a child call you a chicken man? I was like, no. I'm, somebody was attacked. It's very serious. My feelings were not hurt. Computer. I'm a real adult. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Man, that was fun, huh? Chicken Man? That was good. But think about Sonic with tits, though. Let's get back to that good stuff. No, sorry. <laughs>
It's just so gross. <laughs> it's so gross and weird. Ah, I like one of the actually one of the other Chris's was that they gave him human teeth. I don't know if you saw that. Sonic has weird human teeth. God, I could just watch it forever. I don't know. I think I don't know why. Why change the movie? Just put it out. It can make it fucking weird. <laughs> just like, why, why, why did they do it? I don't know. Uh, there's so I want to find out how many millions of dollars it took to make. That's what I want to find out. Yeah, just to get get some weirdo get off. I don't know. Okay, so I think I'm done now. Bye. John Gallagher, everyone. Exciting chicken man stuff. Love it. Oh, thank you. Uh, I was thinking about the the Sonic thing, and I feel like it might be funnier if you waited until after. Uh, they said that uh, like the movie studio gave it up and they're going to let the internet like redraw it to oh. tell us that he's like the forefront of that kind of porn. Because oh, okay, if you sure. introduce that idea, then they're... Do you kind of understand what I'm saying? Uh, like no. the weirdness of the internet throwing back, like this is what we think it should look sure, like. Yeah. Might be funnier if we don't know until then that Sonic is like the porn. Uh, um, you sort of understand? Okay. Oh, cool. totally. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh, it's, yeah, it's definitely worth experimenting with. How does Sonic the female hedgehog roll with those tits? I don't know. I mean, she's got, she just got like, they just decked her with fatty bazoombas. Because I mean, you know, the whole point of Sonic. She's just like, she's, he's rocking some killer Hogan's, you know what I mean? Because the whole point of like Sonic is that <laughs> Sonic becomes a tiny ball. Don't you guys do that? Make up weird euphemisms for tits that nobody uses? <laughs> no, this is fun to say. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's funny, yeah, they, they, they didn't get, yeah, it's funny, it, obviously they're not going to give, they're going to give Sonic the Hedgehog tits, it's not going to be some sensible, yeah, yeah, it's not gonna sensibly be like, sized. Are going to give Sonic an A cup? What we want to be realistic <laughs> here. You fucking loser. <laughs> no, no, this is for speed, he's a hedgehog for speed, he needs to. Still needs to be fast. Think about his lower back. <laughs> Uh, the one, the one bit I was thinking of was the one where repeated kids kept mistaking you for the chicken man. Oh, no, uh, just insulting me. Was that what it was? They were insulting yeah, you, or were they making fun of me? All coincidentally, or was it? Did you early have an earlier version where you maybe you yourself saw a picture of it and was like, oh yeah, actually that's kind of. Oh yeah, well, and I'm, yeah, I'm just playing around with it, but it's, yeah, I like because I Google image search it and I come and I find the image. I'm like, oh god, they got this. Yes, very correct. <laughs> okay, very I like that accurate. bit too, and it when that had that, and oh, that this time you talked to somebody at the end. Who are you talking? Talking to that said, uh, oh, what happened? I know it's just a, it's just kind of like a callback because uh, it was like another thing I wanted to include that I, I'm trying to just fit into the joke. But there might it might just be too long already, so I'm trying to like, oh, okay. just play with different versions because there's different different tags and different avenues because like, uh, gotcha. it, it might just already be too long. But it was just a yeah like a thing gotcha. about wanting to quit and because uh, like I, I I did I did just put in a thing which is funny because like uh, they're kind of two different stories, but in real life like I did make it so that I would never go back to that school. But it was because, like, a faculty member seriously was, like, attacked, got stabbed in the face. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to go to the place where people are stabbed in the face. But then I, I combined them with that, and I thought it would be funny for a call. Oh, uh, yeah, so. this is good. I like that bit. All right. So I don't know if, who is. Okay. Oh. Um, I, uh, big dog. I fucking love the chicken joke. Thank you. Uh, how long have you been working it? Uh, like, I think maybe like a month, three weeks. Yeah. Okay. You're, it's, you're killing it with that joke. That's a great joke. Uh, and I love the, the extra part to it. I, I know it adds, like you said, time wise, but I think it's all, it all comes together perfectly. Like you okay. said, the only thing I could recommend is like finding that transition because when you introduced the per, the faculty member, like the, the red flag, you said the, 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 the siren going off, whatever, someone got stabbed in the face, the PA going off. It kind of just like jumped, like just like threw us into that instead of like a, I get more of like, I guess not really a buildup, but just like an explanation, like just a little like, okay. so this is going to come, like this is coming, like, I mean, it is a flip, right, for sure, and that's important in comedy, but sure. 
it was hilarious, but I just felt like it just it just jolted right into that. If someone else is going to get stabbed in the face, you're the chicken man, and you're worried they're going to cut off. I your thought head. you. I thought you like. I thought it was like a, you. You know, you stabbed the, the faculty member in the face to go home early, but then oh, you right, like right, you, right. you 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 obviously explained it afterwards. But just that introduction was just kind of. I felt, yeah, it was kind of weird. No, yeah. Sure. Okay. All for right, sure. Yeah. No, but it's dope. I love that fucking joke, dude. Cool. Thank you, man. Yeah, I was gonna add to the the chicken man joke because that's like the second time I heard you tell that joke and it still makes me laugh. Oh, good, which is a good thing. Yeah, um, yeah. I also yeah, it's true. It's just uh, I also can just mentally see you kind of hunched behind the teacher's chair on your phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very yeah. The, the apropos those two moves. Like I'm breaking the rules. I almost like I, there's a part of me that's tempted not like. Um, because I know it's already kind of long and like yeah, you might be trying to like cut some stuff out of it but I did think like it might be kind of funny if you were like uh, dude the, he looked like me so much that if you google search John Gallagher wrong like Google's just going to pop up and say did you mean chicken man that's funny that's good I was I, I wrote down a note like how long do you want to take time for this joke because you actually t- threw something away where you said I've always been the chicken man and I was like if you want to go farther then you've got to go back like in the past of where in the other places you've been the chicken man totally. like how long you've had the beard well yeah and I just I, uh, yeah if, I, if I'm like on a regular set I, like this thing probably could go like if I'm if I'm taking the time with it probably like five or six minutes absolutely but uh, yeah because like I just I did like another set where I just I thought it was funny just to have the pause and just be like Another one called me the chicken man. It's like, now they're learning I'm the chicken man for the first time. It's like, but I've always been the chicken man. <laughs> Just like some weird diatribes. I thought it was like a weird digression. Like a Just Batman. Like, a Batman thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, before we close it out, the only thing I would say, and I think it's just because you're here and when you're doing like a quote unquote real show, I never hear it. But oh, you said uh a lot today as oh, a okay. transitional thing. Just, just note, like, I say like a lot totally. and sometimes I'll like listen to my sets and, and count the likes sure. because it's just a throwaway and you did uh, a lot. So totally. just a thing like just to listen for it. Okay. Yeah, but you're you. funny and wonderful and we love you. I'll take it. It's, it's much easier for me to handle than compliments. So thank you. <laughs> Clap your hands together for you. John Gallagher. <laughs> Yay. That's how it works. Your next comedian Gosh, I've seen him a couple times in the past week, and I think he's really funny. Like, I, I was like, damn, this guy's got really good jokes. Uh, I don't know where he came from, but he's here now. Put your hands together for Ryan Schooley. All right, guys. I, um, yeah, man, I am getting ready to propose to my girlfriend. That's the thing I'm getting ready to do, getting all geared up for it. Uh, I want to do it right, want to make it special. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to do it yet, but I do know that I'm not going to propose with an airplane. You know, like get the guy, rent the airplane. He's got the will you marry me banner at the back. Not going to do that shit because that's a selfish way to propose to your girlfriend. Because while you get to have like the perfect proposal, dozens of other guys are walking through the city and they have to look their girl in the eye and be like, that is not your plane. That is... (laughs) A plane for another woman right there. Like, honestly, I think if you're a person who has, like, hate in your heart, like, if you're just a hateful, evil person, like, and you hijack a plane, you don't want to fly that plane into a building. You want to write, uh, you want to sky write, marry me on Valentine's Day. That's <laughs> how you inflict maximum damage <laughs> with a plane. Um, yeah, guys, I, uh, I'm not a big fan of motivational quotes, though. 
I don't like motivational quotes. Because all these quotes, they talk about like, they try to get people revved up to, uh, to chase their dreams, to go after your dreams. It makes it sound like, oh, so exciting, so fun. And honestly, it makes me just really depressed about my journey chasing my dreams, you know? Like my least favorite inspirational quote, it's the, uh, the Wayne Gretzky quote, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. It's 100% of the shots you don't take. At first, like, that shit gets me fired up. It's like, yeah, man, I got to go out there. I got to take some shots. But if you think about it, miss 100% of the shots you don't take. You know what's worse than that? Taking 100 shots, missing all of them. That is by far, <laughs> far worse. Um, yeah, my, uh, my parents, growing up, my parents worked as landlords. That was their job. They were landlords in the state of New York. Uh, little real estate trivia for you guys. In New York State, landlords are not allowed to directly serve papers themselves. They have to do it through a third party. Uh, the reason that I know this is because when I was 13 years old, my parents asked me to serve eviction papers. That's a thing that they did to me. They had, they had to get a third party, you know? So they looked at their painfully shy, insecure son, and they're like, you know what would make him a little bit more confident? Ruining a man's life. That's how you give a boy self-worth, you know? So I had to do it. I, uh, I remember I was, I was terrified. I walked up to this guy's house. I, I knocked on the door, didn't answer. I was off the hook. Huge relief for me. Bigger relief for that guy. Because there's no worse way to be evicted than to be evicted by a child. That's the worst way you could possibly lose your housing situation. He opens the door. He's like, hey there, little buddy. You, uh, you here to sell candy bars for your baseball team? I'm like, it is substantially worse. Uh, you are not going to like what I have for you. Um, fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll leave you guys on this. Uh, I was watching a James Bond movie the other day. I, I don't buy James Bond as a spy, you know? Because, like, spies, their whole job is supposed to be sneaky. They're supposed to avoid detection. James Bond drives a fucking BMW in every movie, you know? Like, why is he driving these flashy, attention-grabbing cars? Like, he should drive a fucking rusted-out 98 Civic, you know? Like, uh, James Bond goes up to Q. He's like, uh, Q, uh, are there rocket launchers behind the headlights? Q's just like, no, there are pennies in the cup holder, Mr. Bond. That's the... Like, I want the first five minutes of the movie, uh, uh, the beginning of the movie, instead of him, like, pulling the gun to the music, it's just five minutes of him trying to start his car. Like, that's... All right, that's it for me, guys. Thanks. Ryan Schooley, yay. Were you made fun of a lot as a child because your last name was Schooley? They're like, who are you going to school, Schooley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Assumed. quite a bit. Just trying to bring back some bad memories for you. No problem. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Love you. Good times. <laughs> I hope that your uh, fiance doesn't listen to Mutiny Radio because, oh, yeah, no. because yeah. then you're screwed. Because <laughs> yeah, you definitely... Well. <laughs> I, <Yeah>. I, <laughs> surprise! I really like your... your um, you're in the air joke, your airplane joke. Oh, yeah, and thanks. I don't know, try it. I've heard you do it a couple of times, but maybe if you flip it and do it with, start it with, I'm a horrible person. Fuck all these other guys in their relationships. I'm going to, oh, okay. I'm going to propose with a plane with the banner so that all those guys have to be like, no, 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 that's not for you. And I could be like, girl, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. for you. Okay. Like just flip it and see if it. Yeah, yeah, gives you more laughs. I don't know. I think it's a funny concept, but I'd play around with like how you present it. Okay, yeah, I'll try that. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, I think these are all like really good Polish jokes. I've heard you tell them a couple times. Uh, I've heard you say the proposal joke uh, before and say like that is not for you is the closing line. I think tonight you said that is not your plane. Mm -hmm. For me, just a like, tiny thing, that is not for you works a little bit better for me because if okay. I think that is not your plane, it's uh, like it doesn't make sense as to like it wouldn't be her plane even if it, if you were proposing to, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 I gotcha. Okay, I think it works yeah, yeah. both ways, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then also really another really nitpicky thing, uh, James Bond drives an Aston Martin. Oh. <laughs> so if you say BMW, shit. there might be some car people in the audience, like, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. But yeah. For sure. Details. Uh, I thought. Oh, sorry, Pam. No, no, it's just, I, I was just I, filling time. Yeah, I thought that um, the James Bond bit was was dope. Mike Spiegelman, ladies and gentlemen. I thought that uh, joke was was dope, and I think that it has uh, a lot of legs. I think you go places with it. Uh, like he said, there's just little things. Whoever said the Aston Martin, like just little yeah. things. You know, just like keep working it and and figuring out and. You know, that's something I have to work on too. Is like just studying. Like, what am I talking about? Like, what, let me have factual like knowledge instead of like uh, it's called this and it's not fucking called that, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just having that factual knowledge to back up the jokes will actually like punch them unintentionally sometimes. So okay, cool. Yeah. Are you, are you really a fan of of uh, of James Bond? Uh, no, not at all. No. Right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. Hey Ryan. I also yeah. like the James Bond joke too. I liked it all, but most I wanted to add to the James Bond joke because uh, I felt like that was just a solid premise that I'd never. It's so really fresh and kind of. I'm just like, how did no one think of that before? Like, because it's just been an iconic thing. And like, um, I do kind of like the imagery that you had, which is kind of like you should be starting it like having a hard time starting an old car. Because yeah, I think yeah. what you're trying to say is that he's supposed to be kind of discreet and undercover and kind of more like blend in. Yeah, yeah. And like all of a sudden, like I just kept getting more and more images of undercover cops, kind of like guys that have to like drink coffee in their car and like dig into McDonald's bags, oh, yeah, yeah. like for hours, just like sticking places out that they don't want to be in. Yeah, exactly. Like, why, why is James Bond, why does he get to go to the Ritz, right? Like, why, yeah, yeah. you should be at a Motel 6, right? Yeah. yeah. So I just felt like, it could, like there's more to play with, and I just, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, I like fuck a lot. that guy. <laughs> he always gets the girls. Everyone always, and he doesn't have to, he's just a misogynistic douche nozzle. Yeah. Love him. Hey, funny stuff. Everybody, Ryan Schooley. Yeah. yeah. Your next comedian, he's another one of those young coming comedians. He's not brown haired though, he's blonde. That's what makes them different. They're both tall and they're both young, but and they're both white, but they're different. This one is blonde. Put your hands together for Jack Ferguson. Um whenever I'm having a bad day, I think about how shitty it would be to have strep throat. If I was a giraffe. Uh, in America, we have a whole month dedicated to black history. And it's supposed to be a month of celebration. But in my mind, that seems kind of cruel. Because black history in America is pretty bad. You know? Like, why are we taking an entire month to remind these people what we did to them? If you go to Germany, they don't have a Jewish history month. Uh, Americans are just cocky like that, though, you know? Like, I saw an ad for an HBO series about Chernobyl, 
where they're reenacting the events in town, Chernobyl leading up to the explosion, and all the characters speak English. <laughs> That's like one of the worst events in Russian history. That'd be like if Russia made a movie about 9-11 where all the people in the tower spoke Russian for no reason. I think if we uh, discover in five years that vaccines actually do cause autism, we should just keep it to ourselves, you know? Like I would rather have a couple kids every year get autism than have to see Jenny McCarthy's smug face. <laughs> I, I think the same thing about global warming. Like if we, just, if we find out that global warming actually is fake, instead of telling everyone it's fake, let's just say we beat it. Uh, I was watching a, a video of the astronauts who did the first moon landing coming back to Earth, and they got out of the rocket, and they were, all looked really cool, they were wearing cool jackets and aviators, but then I thought about it for a second, and I realized that they were wearing aviators, which means that they had just landed a rocket ship wearing dark sunglasses. Those are definitely not, like, space-regulated equipment. All right. <laughs> uh, do you guys think monogamy is natural? Maybe. There's an argument, right? Could be either one. Humans are the only species that could trick themselves into doing something unnatural for thousands of years. Like, you would never see two dogs commit to each other for their entire life. Like a golden retriever and a poodle who are super upset and depressed because they haven't had sex in years and now all they do is bark at each other. <laughs> the poodle is going off to the dog park on weekends without her collar on, trying to capture that magic she had before her first 30 kids. <laughs> it wouldn't happen, you know? But with humans, it does. I was watching a movie, a monster movie, and when the monster first appeared, a bunch of people started running away, and they all yelled, run. It's like, oh, thanks for letting me know what to do. I was unsure before you started yelling, run. But now I know that that's what I should do. All right. Uh, I, uh, I'll leave you with this. I, I'm, I feel like the options on Netflix are overwhelming. There's too many of them. Whenever I'm scrolling through Netflix, I feel like I'm trying to pick something to eat off a Chinese food menu. There's a million things, and I don't know what any of them are. Cool. Jack Ferguson! Woohoo! Comments. Mark Neuer's right in there with the mic. Let's hear a comment. I just broke my pipe. Let's get a round of applause oh, for that. God bless. Sorry. Yeah, probably. But fuck it. Uh, your draft joke is dope. Uh, and I think that there's a lot to like you can play with that because a draft having stripped throat like imagine like it's cough and like it's tongue like flailing I don't know like yeah. I think that would be really a funny like thing to, image, to, yeah. to paint a picture to paint for the audience is like like deeper into like a draft being sick in its throat neck region because it's so long and their tongue is so long and they're just like such a cute adorable like ridiculous animal, animal so right they are a ridiculous animal on the flip side i would say those are that's a really great one-liner and i'd go farther and say like it'd be like having hemorrhoids if you were a baboon 
that, right? Because they have a big asshole anyways, a big red asshole. And if yeah. they had hemorrhoids, what the fuck? Or like if you had ringworm and you were a r- worm, like what yeah. are you? If yeah. you're a worm with ringworm, like what is wrong with you? <laughs> like you're... <laughs> You know, or if I had syphilis. No, I feel like you could do you could do like a one, two, three with animals, and then do anything with yourself. The thing I was going to talk about was, I wonder if drafts think that we look weird. Like I don't know. I was writing along that line, but yeah, I think that's a good. Place I think you've to got a you've it. got a lot of fun one liners you can play with, like different animals and their stuff. Do three that you think, think are I'm the funniest. Take it down that route, yeah. And then something that can happen to you that's either terrible or normal, or like me if someone fucks up my coffee order or whatever, like something mundane. You can really yeah. do anything there. You set yourself up because you'll have three. Like the the giraffe with strep throat is like mm-hmm. solid. Jenny McCarthy solid. Just using her as a punchline, I found very great. I was yeah. like, that's so she's great. She's kind of she's, a punchline, just in general. She's <laughs> very yeah. funny. And, um, you know, if you're going to talk about two dogs being in love, Lady and the Tramp, right? like Disney yeah, really tried to tried to make that but real. But that kind of disproves my point, though, right? Because Cause is, they are trying to be yeah, monogamous. <laughs> but you can even what use that. It, like, what? what? Like, like, is it like Disney? After, like, you know, 30 years after, after Lady movie. and the Tramp. And the Tramp yeah. is like called the fucking Tramp. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And he's like, he's I'm going to stay with this marriage. one. Yeah, probably not. Uh-huh. Maybe maybe Lady in the Tramp Part 2 is actually like, the tramp whores <laughs> it up. It's like the before series. <laughs> <laughs> I did like, I, it seemed like immediately like there were some possibilities with that whole dog joke and you did a good one with the 30 kids and stuff. There, yeah, the 30. Could you maybe yeah. say that they're getting, one that he's getting sick of doggy style? Oh! <laughs> Was, yeah, that's a good one. Did you guys get that, like, the poodle going to the dog part without her her collar on is like a woman going to a bar without a ring on? You guys got that? It just wasn't as funny as I thought it was. Well, and, <laughs> and the thing is, if you if you actually wear a wedding ring, you oftentimes get hit on more. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Weird. Because because men are such dogs. Men's are, <laughs> men are Men are such dogs that they think that a woman that's already taken is better than a woman that's not taken. That's true. So it's like, oh, yeah, she's taken. She's got a ring. She must be really good. Yeah. Go after that. That's just dudes. Men are dogs, yeah. Yeah, they're gross. Fuck them. Funny, funny, funny set, though. <laughs> funny new stuff. Really good new stuff. Thank you. All right, cool. Clap your hands together for Jack Ferguson. <laughs> For your next comedian, everybody, you should have your notebooks out. Not to take notes for him, but to take notes for your damn selves, because he's rad. Uh, he's one of the funniest comedians in California, even farther. He's, I'm just, every time he's here, I'm like, I'm like a fangirl. I'm like, he's here, he's here. Everybody put your hands together for Joey Avery. That's my fault that that doesn't work. That's, that's not nothing on you. <laughs> Never blame the person who did it. Just blame Pam. Um, no, thank you, Pam. That's very, very nice of you. Uh, I'm excited because after this, I'm going to watch the Sharks game, huh? Any hockey fans? Pam loves it. That's what I'm talking about. I fucking love it. Uh, there was a cool moment in the shark season this year that some of you may have missed uh, where they were in an elimination game. They were about to lose. They had to win to move on or it was over. And they're losing 3 nothing with 10 minutes left, playing like shit. And their captain gets dumped on his head, starts having a seizure and bleeding onto the ice. And immediately they scored four goals in four minutes and won the game. 
And I was like, that is such a great insight into how to motivate a workforce. <laughs> this is a great idea we can all try. Like not getting help with that email you wanted, find your office's favorite person, bash your head off the fucking ground. And then everyone's like, do it for Janice. She would have wanted this done. It'll work. You can learn good lessons from sports. I, uh, I am a sports fan, which, which I enjoy. Some people don't, which I get. Okay, but they're fun because it's like if you care, you get a lot out of it. If you don't, then you won't. It's just like life. It's very simple. But if you decide to be a huge sports fan, the cool thing is there's always something next. Like if you really care who's going to get drafted in the NFL draft, you probably won't kill yourself because there will never be a good week to do it. There's always something coming up next. Oh, shit, it's basketball playoffs. Can't kill myself this week, and then you'll live forever. It's a very good idea. I don't understand all sports. NASCAR doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I'm sure it's cool. I just don't get it. I think if they wanted to make it more applicable to the main fan base, they could make one simple fix. They should just make all the drivers uh, drive drunk. I think that would be... The big unlock for NASCAR. That's what most of the fans are doing to get there anyway. That's very relatable. Who else is like, you know what? Let's just drive in a circle in a car painted like my favorite bag of chips. That is a drunk person's idea. It's very stupid. And we might as well, because we already treat driving drunk like the only felony that's directly related to your own skill level. Right? Because if you drive drunk and you get home, people are like, ah, you little rascal, don't do that again. We'll have to take your keys, you know? You crash once, it's like he needed help. We should have helped him, put him in rehab. He made a mistake. <clears throat> I do like when people make big mistakes like that, like maybe you get caught driving drunk. and People always say the same thing. They're always like, I'm only human. It's like, yeah, no fucking shit, dude. That's what all of us are. That doesn't excuse you being a piece of shit. <laughs> it's a nice, it's a nice opt-out. Um, what else? I, uh, I'm from Silicon Valley. That's where I grew up, which is an interesting place to grow up. Because like anyone else, I feel like I have a connection to my homeland, you know? Like a lot of people, it's a natural human thing. But it's different for me because it's not like I can just like reach down and smell the soil and be like... It's going to rain today. Like that's, it's more like I can pick up like a littered cup of fair trade coffee and be like, Zenly just got series B. It's like, I, <laughs> I can tell how the startups are doing. It's a weird connection that I have. It's very strange. You know, I see people wearing tech hoodies. I'm like, you better work for that company. Don't appropriate my culture. All right. That's a local thing. I, uh, getting older, which is interesting. Like, you know, I'm, I'm like, I like to party. I like to have a good time, but like, it's starting to change a little bit. I'm starting to realize the cost of doing it. Like if someone came up to me with a trench coat and just busted it open, was like, I got Coke and an heirloom tomato. I'd be like, you got mozzarella? <laughs> like I'm ready to go to a farmer's market tomorrow. Um, what else? Do I have anything else? Does springtime just make anyone else want to fuck? 
is that like an experience other people i feel like all year i'm like no like i'm like i gotta relate and then like may comes around and i'm just like i'm a fucking bird and bee okay i'm positively fertile out here i see people on the bus i'm like we could do this right now i don't it's may it's like the only month my whole life for some reason i'm like a flower that's weird that's just a thought all right that's my time thank you joey avery everyone does springtime make you want to fuck? You're a good-looking guy. It'd be much better if you were ugly and you told that joke. That would be... I'll, I can get there. <laughs> Does springtime make you want to fuck? Um, I thought your junk-driving NASCAR whole combination was genius. I think that's hilarious that... I mean, I drove drunk, you know, tons of times before I got we, in trouble, we, and I don't drive there. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I used to say that, like, well, it's behavioral tolerance. You know, I'm so smart and so good at driving right. that I can drive with one eye closed, and it's so much, it's fine. Right, I got right. this shit. You pirate eye it. You know, you I got it. Goals up. So I definitely related to that joke. I thought it was very funny. Thank you. Yes. Other people, comments for Joey Abbey. Cool. I put what a transition. Oh, you gotta get to the microphone, the the little one, the little guy. You talk about uh, people's opinion after the drunk driving. It's usually getting a ride, like in perspective. I mean, if it's also like, well, that guy messed up. But it's also like, I want to get a ride off of him or not get a ride. Right, off right, right, yeah. right. <laughs> if they're taking you home, it's like you're fine. You're yeah, fine. You're fine. <laughs> cool. Thank you. Other comments or or compliments, comments or compliments to everybody. I mean, because he's cool. fucking Thank Joey. You. Just clap for him, Joey Avery. Yay! That's why I gave him extra time because I'm like, what can we, what can we say to you, <laughs> he, Joey, Joey Avery, everyone. Yay! I'm so glad. Go, go Sharks. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Hey, you bet. I'm still like, oh my god, go fucking Warriors. Oh, ah, getting scary here in the. Nah. I'm gonna have to start wearing my cheerleading outfit again to like give them some. Somebody, somebody call up Stephen Curry and remind him that he's Stephen Curry. Can someone do that? You're fucking Stephen Curry, bro. <laughs> like, do something. Okay, your next comedian. Here, I have to look. I think it's. I, you know, what? I'm just gonna say it's Mark Neuer because I have to look at my list. I'm just gonna say it's not. Who is it? It's uh, it's Dan Lewis. Dan Lewis. I don't know this guy. He's been giving a lot of good comments tonight. I didn't know who to tag because there were so many Dan Lewises and I just didn't want to tag the one wrong one because I was like, what if I tag the one who's like. I don't know. Put your hands together, everybody. Dan Lewis. Thank you. Okay, let's see here. Uh, you guys, statues are coming down all around, and uh, where people are getting canceled, we're getting woke. And uh, the latest one is Kate Smith. Do you guys know who Kate Smith is? It's Kate Smith. You'll know Kate Smith's version of "God Bless America." will no longer be played at Yankees games or Philadelphia Flyers games, her recording. Uh, because it turns out, somebody figured out that she recorded a racist song back in the 1930s. Yeah, so they're no longer going to play her song at these uh, at these events, you know. Um, so if this doesn't teach her a lesson, then uh, hopefully dying of old age in 1986 did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole idea is that, you know, you're, you're hypocritical if, you know, enjoy some of somebody's work, but... You know, some of their earlier work was problematic, you know. So I, for one, I'm just kind of hoping that our scientists all kept their noses clean, you know. Otherwise, no more penicillin, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah. Polio canceled because uh, Jonas Salk went as Jesse Owens a Halloween once. Oh, let's see. Pig Latin doesn't work, you guys. It's a, 
It doesn't work. It's a coded language that, uh, well, coded languages don't work when everybody knows the code, you know? And it's, it's not very discreet. And, uh, and also, it's, it's worse the longer the words are. So it's not discreet, and it's really quite embarrassing. And people are going, Dan, ixnay on the impulsive K asturbation may. It doesn't work. Everybody knows what you're talking about. Okay, let's see what else they have. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know if, uh, about, you, uh, about you guys, but... If you see somebody riding a unicycle, I don't know if you get as enraged as I do. I just don't understand. I see people regularly riding unicycles like to work, like a guy with a briefcase going to work on a unicycle. You see this in, Ber in Berkeley? And I just give it, I looked it up. Unicycle was invented 50 years after the bicycle. Uh, what kind of an asshole invented the unicycle? I just have to wonder, you know, that'd be like if, uh, you know, that'd be like if it was like, hey, we've got the airplane 1940 years later. Hey, everybody, the kite. Check it out. <laughs> this, uh, unicycle's the only thing that you look a little less ridiculous on if you're juggling, you know? Uh, so I heard on uh, CN CNN that it's election season. Yeah. Uh, November 2020 is the election. How exactly is that a season? That's 18 months. Season's three months, six if you're talking about like baseball season. That's 18 months. That's like a Game of Thrones winter, 18 months. That's not a season. That's how long it takes to fully cure a whole prosciutto ham. That's not a season. One of the ham on that one, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I'm, I'm 43, and I have two birthdays before the next election. Okay, so that's not, that's not a season, okay? I have no idea how I'm going to vote in my mid-40s. <laughs> a lot of people change, you know? Okay. Um, let's see, what did I want to do? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I see a lot of I see a lot of stuff about trouble in the Middle East. There's all kinds of stuff going on. There's constant strife and bombs. Thousand, two thousand years now. There's all this trouble, you know. And I gotta wonder: Have any of these people have they not seen the coexist bumper sticker? It just seems so. All you gotta do is go to Berkeley. They got this great life hack. I just wonder why these people haven't seen. Let me go somewhere with that one. Uh, yeah, so I don't have any online dating bits, but uh, I reserve the right to complain about people complaining about online dating. They basically go, oh my God, it's the worst. I've been on so many dates, so many bad dates. You went on a whole shitload of dates. That's what it is. It's a tool for that. The rest is still up to you. You know, it's still, <laughs> it's still your fault. They go, oh, I've been on so many bad dates. You really want to go back to the way it was before? Like, uh chance encounters at the laundromat or the bar, you know? You don't like being swept, swiped left on? Try getting swiped left on in person. It really wasn't all that great. It wasn't all that cracked up to be. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I had one more tag for that one, but I guess I, oh yeah. And the people that do this, they say, oh, I've been on so many bad dates, but they never say that they themselves were the bad date, right? <laughs> no one ever goes, oh, online dating. I've been a bad date so many times, showing up three inches shorter and with more herpes than it says in my profile. Anyway, I'll leave it at that. Thank you. Stumble through some of those. Dan Lewis, everybody. Where'd you come from? Who, me? Yeah, you're new, oh. but you're not yeah, new, I, I, obviously. I was here once. No, but like, how long have you been doing comedy? Because uh, you seem like you've been, you've came from somewhere else. Yeah, just or? like a, maybe two and a half months. Or, uh, That's it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, in February. You have a lot of funny jokes for oh. only being in it that short. Thanks. Wow. Those are new ones. Uh, wow. Thank you. I loved the Game of Thrones reference with the, and the kite thing with the, I mean, I was like, <laughs> I was on board with everything you were saying. I thought that you were like, 
maybe I thought you came from Portland or something that you were <laughs> a person. I didn't know you just started. Yeah, no, I just. That's yeah, exciting. Just Thanks. Yeah. Killing it. Like really, uh, really well-written jokes. I really you. don't have a lot. Like I, I only wrote down the game of Thrones cause I thought, Oh, well, since you mentioned it, use a reference. Like if you're going to throw it out, then have something that pertains to the, um, like where you were in that joke about, um, See, I don't even remember now because I didn't write down specifics. Oh, but I just said the, use you, a specific reference to when you when you from you, Game of Thrones. You mean right? So you mentioned. I'm already. It just seemed like it's another. The, the idea is like that's like a, they live in a different solar system or something where winter lasts like right, two years. Or right, and so then if that's the whole thing, so if you say the Game of Thrones, then you know and you already said winter is coming, but. I don't know. Um, there was something that I was like, yeah, oh, I'm still thinking about it. I'm not quite sure what to do with that. Bit. I need to shorten all. And that game stuff. of really, you don't have a lot of time left for your Game of Thrones jokes. Or uh, references. Right. A lot of this shit's dated. <laughs> it's going to be dated soon. Soon. So, but, soon. I mean, you can still make Star Wars jokes. That's that's true. But will Game of Thrones be like Star Wars? I don't know. Maybe. I guess. Maybe it, Maybe it already is. Maybe it's surpassed. Maybe it, it. will. Yeah. Well, I Nerdlingers was, love it. I was really impressed. I thought that oh, you came from somewhere. I didn't even know you were a new comic. I thought that you'd Thank been doing you. this for a long time. And that, do you have some weird other background in, in like theater because uh, you're really good with microphones? It's sketch comedy. Sketch for the comedy. Last four years or so. Okay, so there it is. All yeah. right, fair enough. Cool. Yeah. Does anyone have? I mean, I thought it was a great set. I thought. Thanks. I mean, I don't really have anything to say other than it was really good, and yeah. I thought that Thanks. you. Jack's got something to say. Okay. Here we go. No, no, no. The joke, the Kate Smith joke, I think is good, but I think you could cut down the beginning. Uh, you could just say, like, Kate Smith got canceled recently. If that okay. doesn't get to her, then hopefully, because yeah. you have a long introduction for it, and I think that it'd be better if you just sort of smushed yes. it together. That's good. But otherwise, yeah, yeah you're. Uh, yeah, Great. thanks. Thanks. The, the being 43 and then having two birthdays too, like I really resonated with that because I'm the same way. I'm an October baby. Right. So I actually will turn 45 and then 46 before the next person <laughs> before is Before the election. So I thought yeah. that, I mean, that just resonated with me so much. Because right. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I am in my mid 40s. I'm still not ever going to vote for that pile of dog shit. Any other uh, comments? Comments? I might be a Trump voter by then. That you might be. Oh my! So ah, I'm not going to say that. Probably. You want to get hated on in San Francisco? You want him yeah. to stone you? I can go. I don't know. I might be. I don't know. If you if you say good things, then you might get stoned. But if you say bad things, you're going to stone you. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Dan Lewis. Your next comedian has been illegally parked for the past 57 minutes, and he doesn't give a fuck. Put your hands together for Mark Neuer. Oh, my goodness. Mutiny Radio. Yeah, I was just telling my girlfriend I fucking have negative fucks to give today. Negative fucks. I'll take all the fucks you have. I'll take them all, but I'm not giving you a single fuck. Not today. Just not my day. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Yeah, my... Hold on, Pam. You have my attention, right? You got me. You have me hooked. He was a good friend of mine. Was. What was the what was the fallout? What's the story behind this friendship? Why are you guys no longer friends? Like, what did? I know he didn't do anything. He's a fucking bullfrog. He's great. He's great. He's a bullfrog. What did he do wrong? What did you do? How did you fuck up that friendship? I want to know. I need to know. I really do. You know. It's weird how that song gets right, like right from Jeremiah was a bullfrog, right into like joy to the world, all the boys and girls, all the fish in the sea. What about the bullfrogs? 
What about the fucking bullfrogs? We're not, is that what happened? It was genocide. It was, see, it's about Hitler. I figured it out on stage here at Muni Radio. The song, Jeremiah was a bullfrog, was about Hitler. And uh, the bullfrogs were the Jews. <laughs> you know that meatloaf was talking about strap-ons? He would do anything for love. He would not do that. He would not take a fake dick strapped onto a real woman into his actual ass. His name is Meatloaf. <laughs> it's a loaf of meat. It's a loaf of meat, dog. On this, t- while we're on, on this note, I fucking hate Meatloaf and not the artist. Talk about the, the, the loaf of meat that they <laughs> top with ketchup. Gross. What the fuck is wrong? That's, that's white culture right there. They say it doesn't exist. That disgusting shit, white culture. If you give me mac and cheese, or <laughs> mac and cheese. Uh, there's another, we're going to get to mac and cheese. If you give me meatloaf, I'm going to throw that fucking thing like a, a frisbee, like a flying saucer right back at you. Macaroni and cheese with hot dogs might not be pretty, but it is also white culture. It is also white culture. You sprinkle some potato chips on top, dog, that's what my mom made me so many days of my life. Of, it's, I'm 23, still to this day. I'm getting fucking Ziploc baggies of the shit mailed to me. I thought that was a funny tag. Uh, my girlfriend came out of the closet. Uh, she's a foodie. She's a foodie. So I heard that. I'm a listener. I listen. I care about her. I went out and bought some onion cock rings, some mozzarella stick nipple piercings, a little ranch lube tube. You know what I mean? I care because I care about her, you know? So I'm single. I'm single. Uh, she she uh, left me for a for a female for a for a woman. She left uh, one bitch for another. Uh, it's great, really going somewhere, really good. Uh, you know, she left me for a girl. Her name's uh, her name's Mar. That's M A R. My name's Mark. It's like just add a K and suck my dick already. You know, like what was the was the was was the K too much, too little? What happened? Was I too much? Was I too, was I not enough? I don't understand. One letter, and it's a whole nother, another person. What the fuck? Uh, what's the... Jesus. Um, I have another one. I got, the, I got the honk. The honk didn't get a laugh. I'm not going to bitch about it for the fourth week in a row. So check it out. Um, I was at work. And I was making these sandwiches, and I was uh, I was I was wrapping them in saran wrap. And I'm like taking the saran wrap, I'm cutting it off, putting it on, wrapping the sandwiches, and I'm like getting hit in this face. Like every time I hit my face, every time I look at the box, it says "Made in the USA," "Made in the USA," "Made in the United States." I'm like the one thing China could have kept, like the one thing they could have kept. Trump was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, John. What are our pollution numbers? What are our pollution numbers? Is China beating us in pollution? Fuck that. Bring saran wrap right the fuck back home. I want all that in our ozone. We're making America saran wrappy again. I don't give a fuck. We are beating. We are the best. We're the best. All right. My name is Mark Neuer. Mark Neuer. If you're a regular joke workshop listener, you'll know that there were some jokes that he did before that like super work now, like that Mar with the K. Killer. Great. The whole thing. Wow. Oh, thanks. Change is great. Um, how dare you do two jokes about songs and not sing, you fucking coward. You fucking coward. 
I suck. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. You I'm, can at I least try. <laughs> but you're, I, I, you're doing right. I should, a song. I should. I should. You're right. Literally quote and I the joy to the it. world. Like you, own it. you actually did the quotes from the song and you chose not to sing, which is a choice. But it's like <laughs> a lot of people don't know the song. But if you sang the song. Like if you came out blazing, even as a shit, just commit to it, right? Yeah. Jeremiah well, was a bull. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. You're right. And then some people in the audience will probably go dun dun dun, and you'll be like, <laughs> "Fuck you! What about the fucking bull?" You'll get it'll get it'll get farther, I think, if you sing the song. Thank you. And then you talk about fucking uh, meatloaf. Meatloaf too in the same day thing, and if you get to f- fake dick. In the same thing of the song, so, but I won't eat that, but also other things that rhyme with it, like I won't smoke crack. So like you take the dildo and you turn it into a pipe and then like, but I won't smoke crack. And like what other things remind crack, back. Yeah, I mean, I won't, I won't shoot smack. Can we turn the dildo into a, into a, like a fucking syringe? That's too big, right? I don't know. I'm just trying to help, but. We'll make it fit. I mostly was upset that you did two songs based on two jokes sing. based on songs, and you chose not to sing. That kind of was lame. I'm lame. All right, well, but just, I, you can I, sing. I'm gonna carve that into my wrist. Don't be lame. afraid to sing. Don't be afraid to sing. Why are You're you right. afraid to sing? Because I, I, you know, I, I smoke a lot. But if you sing poorly, if you sing poorly, that's funny. Just commit. <laughs> you're right. No, you're right. I'm, I'm, I've been playing. Like I've been thinking of this, 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 all that was pretty much new material except for the Mar thing, um, and that was one of the bits I wrote at work because that song plays like a hundred times a day. Right. So you can and obviously like, sing that song. Head. Yes. <laughs> yes, I can. I know the lyrics. It's terrible. <laughs> Other comments? I'm Anybody? sorry. I didn't mean to take over Mark Neuer's it's comments. It's okay. Section. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you for schooling me because that's like... No, I just think you so should necessary. sing. I totally think you can sing. Maybe you're like a big singer. Ryan and- Schooley's still here. He didn't even school me. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think... Uh, I agree with Pam on the uh, the meatloaf thing. I need to hear that song because I don't know what you're talking about immediately. Mm-hmm. But if you well, say... Young. I know the chorus. If you say like... when I would do anything But I won't do that. I know what you're talking about. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, uh, the Jeremiah was a bullfrog thing. The joke there is kind of like you're analyzing something that shouldn't be analyzed. And, and so I think when you say the lyric, it sounds more like you're trying to think about it really hard as opposed to singing it. So I think that one, that bit works better if you just like, Jeremiah was a bullfrog, you have my attention, you know? But yeah. I don't Thank mean you. to disagree with Pam. <laughs> no, 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 what and you can disagree. Saying is if I come in like blazing, like she said, if I would have got on the stage and just fucking sang that first lyric, and I was like, all right, you have my attention, because I had all your, I would have all of your exactly. Well. You would have gotten our attention by right. being so loud, and it would be right. confusing for that reason. But uh, and then also when you have that last line of that, uh, all the fish in the sea, uh, and then I feel like like the I don't I don't remember exactly what you said, but there's a line where it's like, but the subtext is. Not the bullfrogs, like happiness yeah. to all the fish in the sea, but not happiness like, to the bullfrogs, bullfrogs. Like really emphasize the fact that he's bitter about the bullfrogs right. for some reason, and uh, you know maybe you could get into like the yeah, like sort the of the Hitler joke. stuff was funny. That was that, a riff. I, I oh never thought really? That, that was tonight, funny with right the now, Jews. Yeah. Maybe the Jews are bullfrogs. I thought yeah. I thought that was very funny. Thank you. Yeah, I think that's a good joke though. I really like that joke. Cool. Thanks. Excellent work, everybody. Mark Neuer. Now we can make his car not be. Oh, wait, wait, before you go, are you going to um, Tequila Mockingbird? Yeah. Can you sign me up? Yeah. Thank you so much. I don't have time to, I have to be here. I can't get there. Thank you, thank you. Oh, okay, but when you get to Tequila Mockingbird, if you'd sign me up, that would be great. 
Kaiser Lieb has a great show. I went there last last Monday, and it was like a good audience of non comedians. I mean, there were comedians there, but there were some non comedians until the comedians ran them off. But I was there when the audience was of like there were non comedians, and they laughed at my jokes, and I was like, "This is worthwhile." So, Tequila Mockingbird said third or second something like that you can look it up you guys all have smartphones you're an ex-comedian she gave me a cute pin it says this pussy crab's back put your hands together for Rachel Pinson good evening Mutiny Radio so I used to watch what I eat but they stopped letting me babysit Uh, last time I had sex, I broke down because I forgot to check my gender fluid. I want to make a grinder for lesbians and call it bush meat. You know, hunting for that wild game. Uh, hippies, uh, hug the best, but it sucks because they smell the worst and they'll keep hugging you. You can't stop them. I used to date an actor, but we broke up because it was way too much drama. That's a true story. Uh, people used to call me negative because I complain all the time. So I started doing it in a microphone, and now I just get called a comedian. And when I'm doing, when I'm like doing mics, I love it when people are like, give it up for yourselves for being here, and you get to clap for yourselves because I'm a millennial, and I love the participation points. You know what I'm saying? And doing comedy made me realize that I needed to delete my Tinder because I feel vulnerable enough on stage without thinking half the room has already seen the bio that I used to try to get laid. In high school, I was an emo kid, but that was just a phase. I graduated and became a depressed adult. I had my dog's balls removed, and that dog has been chasing after every ball he sees ever since. I don't know if there's a correlation, but uh, you learn a lot from superheroes. I think Batman taught me that the real superpower is just being rich. Uh, here's a list of things I didn't want to hear the driver say. The drinks here are so cheap, I'm getting another double, woo! Huh, with all my years of touring, I've never done this in ayahuasca before. And my personal favorite, <laughs> she thinks she's going home. Yeah. I try to go to a five-star restaurant, but I couldn't reach. I love that one. <laughs> uh, someday, I'll be famous enough to be misquoted on the internet. I didn't make that up, but I'm pretty sure it was either Einstein or Marilyn Monroe. All of these are my original thoughts, so you probably did read them online somewhere, you know? <laughs> Do you guys remember whenever they started having these like super sweet 16 parties? It was like over exuberant, over the top. Like, I don't know where that came from, but I think some rich white girl went to like her friend's quinceanera and got really envious and just really wanted to outdo her the next year. Uh, so I'm starting to use Netflix and chill with myself as a euphemism for masturbation. I'm from the Midwest, but actually I'm from Ohio and there's nothing west about it, but people look at me weird when I say I'm from the Middle East, so I stopped doing that. Uh, that's all I got. 
Rachel Pinson. And that's all you got. You actually did like seven minutes of material. If you'd slow down, you did like a ton of one-liners. You did like 17 one-liners before you did a couple two-liners. Like, wow. Trying wow. something different this time. Wow. You wrote 17 one-liners. So my challenge to you is memorize them and slow the fuck down and look at people because you like just read them to us and they were all very, very funny. They were really good. I was like, Thank damn you. girl. Um, and until you got to your one liner stopped at when you said read the bio. And then I was like, oh my God, why didn't you read your fucking bio? <laughs> so it's like, can give you a break. I know some one liner comedians and to do like a 10 minute set of one liners is like 102 jokes. It's something insane, right? Like, so you're setting yourself up for something very difficult, but when you do it right, it's like, what? But it's going to take you to memorize what's on that piece of paper and then slow down a lot. But right, those first like 17 jokes were solid. Like every single one of them. I didn't understand the five star one. I didn't get it, but you were going too fast at that point anyway. <laughs> it was after the driver joke where I was like, uh, drunk drivers, I don't know. Um, but then the five star one after I didn't get it. Um, I just say slow down, memorize your own work because it's worth it. Those first 17 jokes were like, what? And I'm just guessing at 17, but I think it probably was 17. And then write your own bio that scares people. <laughs> And I'd say like, fuck yeah, like those, I mean, I'm really impressed at that first like slew of jokes that you did because maybe I don't write one-liners, so I'm just like, what? So yay, good for you. Yeah, I don't either. But you just did though. You just wrote a bunch of good one-liners. Like you could sell that shit. I don't really know. Are you buying? No, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm done. No, go oh, ahead. No, is it me? I don't know. I was just like, I don't know when to pick it up. I was going to say for your one-liners, like the, the balls and dog one was like, really good um but i noticed at the end you like added words and i think if like just a suggestion would be to like trust the punchline because it was really really good and i think it would have been really fun to have you like say it and then let us like sit with it before you like moved on and then you like you said like he chases balls and now he just chases balls all around and then he if you just stopped there that would have been like so much more enjoyable versus you almost like let us like come down from it with the words at the end but I think especially as you like write these more like so yeah I would agree with Pam like some of the shit's like really good so like if you write them more I think just be yeah like be super comfortable with like making the audience sit with like that punch because it was really really good. that one I really liked I like wrote it down I was like that was great cool <laughs> thank you that was always yeah Thanks just and, and 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 you just wrote them today but like memorize them because then you'll know the timing of it and you can like look at people and get comfortable with like sitting with and if you have an arsenal of one-liners that's so good because you can put them in between other like kind of story jokes and stuff like that and I, I honestly I challenge you to write that bio because you said like you mentioned it like in my bio like you could and that's the opportunity where you actually can look at something and read it so memorize your one-liners and then write down that bio thing and just read that from your fucking phone and then you can like throw jokes in that because you already sort of set it up and then after you've got us plied with a bunch of one-liners and you go into something different we're like oh wow okay and then do you know yeah but like yeah I mean you wrote a lot this week that's crazy like <laughs> keep using like your one-liners and memorize them all I just get tired of repeating myself even though that's how we get better at it well, right, but this is just, but you don't have to repeat it in front of us, you know, you do it in front of your, you have a cat, right, you have a dog, you talk to the dog. Yeah, other thanks, other thanks, comments? It's good, it's good set tonight. Okay, everybody, Rachel Pinson! Oh, 
Yay. All right, your next comedian up. Put your hands together. I don't know him. Uh, he's a new guy. Adam Gitzes. Thanks, Pam. Hi, Mutiny Radio. I was at the doctor a few weeks ago, and they said to me, Adam, you have low blood pressure. In order to, to fix this, you're going to need to exercise, eat healthy, stop smoking weed. And I said, nah. <laughs> Instead, I've been self-medicating. I've been using a lot of Twitter lately. Uh, shit, shit on there is crazy. You may have seen the Baylor women's basketball team just won the national championship for female college basketball. <laughs> they went to the White House and were treated to a buffet of Big Macs and Whoppers. It was sad. Um, there's also, there's some older white people that are using the blood of the young in order to put it into their veins and get stronger. It's some pretty fucked up shit. But what, what really gets me going and gets my blood pressure rised is watching or looking at economists on, twi on Twitter. I saw recently one economist, the dean of the Harvard Eco School of Economics, said we're on the, a 65-year run of just amazing economic progress and growth. And I said, what the fuck? <laughs> like, look around. That's just not true. Um, And, and then there was another, there was an article saying the worst problem with our economy right now is that costs aren't rising fast enough. And to this I say, have you watched any 90s media lately? Because I have. Um, Tony Soprano, I'm, I'm re-watching The Sopranos, I'm on season two. His mistress tried to kill herself after uh, he broke up with her. and. He, she went to the hospital. It cost $3,000, and Tony just paid that. Today, her trip to the hospital would cost $30,000, and Tony Soprano would probably just be like, nah, that's too expensive. Sorry. Um, yeah, so the economy's terrible, but it doesn't matter because we're all going to die anyway. You may have noticed the world is getting warmer. It's, it's heating up. There's going to be floods, all that stuff. Uh, some of the experts are saying humans are causing this. It's controversial. Personally, I, I don't think so. I don't think humans are causing this, but I hope we are. Because if we're not, we're kind of fucked. Hopefully, we can all come together and solve these problems. Um, but unfortunately, I don't think we will. We don't have the money for that. Like, the White House is eating burgers at its meals. <laughs> Um, but what we do have money for still is making pennies. Somehow 600 million pennies every month get minted. Nobody wants them, nobody gives a shit, but we keep making them. Um, the, the problem is we're not educating people correctly. We need people who are thought leaders, who are able to shape the, shape the economy, shape the world, but we're, we're not making them. Instead, we're making people who are, but, but school is working. School is creating people who are able to fit into the society. Think about it. You have to go to this place for eight hours a day. 
if you're gonna sit there for eight hours a day, you better have a lunch. That's a good thing to have. And you, you should fit some exercise into your schedule. So they give you gym, gym class to um, learn all the ways you could spend exercising for 45 minutes. Uh, they give you five new teachers a year so that you're able to deal with any clients or, or managers that you might face. But most of all, they're teaching you that for eight hours a day, you're gonna do something that you don't enjoy. And that'll be, that'll be the rest of your life. Thank you. Adam Gitzes! Putting the world in a new perspective, yay! I really enjoyed your last joke because you ended on a really awesome punchline and I felt like your first two, you did your setups and you had opportunities for punchlines and you didn't take them. So you did the whole thing about the girls and then they went to the White House and they ate McDonald's and Burger King. There's a punchline after that. Like you told us the facts and they are funny and it's totally absurd because it is real. But then there's a punchline that happens after and and well, thank God the toilets could handle it because they're all bulimic anyway. Or I mean, you make up the punchline, you know, like all the all the girl in shape girls went to the White House. They ate Burger King and McDonald's and they all and something about diarrhea on the way home in the bus. Did they take a plane? Did they? I mean, I don't know. You you make up the punchline, but it's got to be something. I think bulimia is the punchline there, but that's just me. Um, so that's just where I come from. And then the same thing with the blood. You said they put the baby blood and stuff, and like you, there was a, there was, and Democrats call that stem cells. Like I felt like you had the opportunity. Like you did it a couple times, where like you totally set up a joke. Like you really, really set it up, and and it's super voluminous and it has everything there. And then you give us everything, and then you go on to the next joke, and you like don't give us the punchline. So I, I meant to just sneak that blood of the young thing in because later when I'm talking about costs. They, they think costs aren't rising. I want to say, well, they're sitting back and the cost of the, the blood of the young costs less year after year. So, Well, because of capitalism or because of slavery still existing or tell us why. Like you're like, I feel like I see in your head that you know what you mean to tell us, but you're not telling us that. Like the ideas, like, like I'm getting your ideas, but you have to tell us, you have to set it up. You got to, and then you have to feed us the idea. You're almost there. Like you have so many great, great setups and you just have to like deliver. Like you and Rachel Pinson should get together and have a writing workshop because she's like totally doing all the punchlines right. and you can do all the, right? I mean, but no, but you're, it's, you, you're on, like you're writing and that's what's important. Like that's great. Um, I also felt like the Tony Soprano, she, she's too expensive, 30, after $30,000, she's too expensive. She's a whore. Where's her Medi-Cal? Like nobody respects the value of her labor. Like she's been a prostitute for free forever. There's no, where's her, anyway. I mean, you can make it like, Political. You said a bunch of political things, but right. you didn't like make it overtly political. Especially with the pennies. Pennies before 1983 had copper in them. Now they're worthless. Like they, like the long game on the pennies is that we finally get you save all the pennies from 1983 and before, and then you stop them, and then you turn them in for copper because we don't have the penny anymore. And so they actually have value as themselves. But making pennies right now is nothing. It's pointless. You're right. Okay, I'm done. This it, guy. Uh, if I could say something, it's 1979. Oh, 79. 79 is the copper. Thank you. I thought it was 83. 79. See, he knows. So, like, why? Okay. Cool. See, that's what we're here for. It's like, 
figuring out all the details. 79, 79 with the pennies. Trying to get it together. I think Mark Neuer gave me a bong, so I'm fucked. Like, it's back here. Anybody who wants to smoke pot, I got a bunch of weed back here. I'm smoking by myself. You're welcome to it. Hey, everybody. He was a super funny new guy. Let me see if you remember your name was Adam Gitzes. But seriously, if anybody wants to smoke pot, come back here with me, and I've got plenty of weed. It's fine. I found this, I found this new guy. He delivers. It's great. Come talk to me about that after. Uh, your next comedian... Oh, oh! I'm very excited about this. Hey, I have I have a box of candy for you back here. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. He is the host and genius behind. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube every Sunday from two to four at Mutiny Radio. Everybody, put your hands together for Mike Spiegelman. Thank you, Pam. Thank you for promoting my show on the number two radio uh, show. This is the second most popular show on Mutiny Radio. So. Damn right I'm going to start off by promoting my podcast. Uh, <clears throat> I have a couple of jokes I, I would love to try. Man, rent is really expensive now. I mean, everyone, you know how much a, a studio costs in Nike Town? Like them. Uh, I've been trying to write. I, I, I didn't know whether to do an autobiography or uh, what the difference between an autobiography and a memoir is. And then I, I figured it out uh, via... <laughs> Dick pics. A memoir is a bunch of dick pics from a particular time, uh, and while as uh, a autobiography is baby dick, dick pics and then adolescent and then move them. I want to build a time machine, but I don't want to kill Hitler. I mean, can I just? Aren't we impressed that I could build a time machine? Do I have to be like Arnold Schwarzenegger and kill Hitler? When did Hitler get in the mix? And why would I even go back in time? I'd go in the future and be all mocking me like, hey guys, I'm from the past. Whatever you do, don't elect Donald Trump president or you'll suffer. To it. Ah. No, I, I mean, the best, actually, I, I'm not very, the best I can do is uh, just subscribe to Time Magazine. It's the closest I can get from, I don't know about that. Uh, I went to a job interview, uh, but the position I interviewed for was CEO, and they thought I was pretty brazen. In fact, the first question the uh, job interviewer guy said to me was, he goes, who do you think you are to just come up here and, and interview to be CEO? Uh, what's your uh, experience? And I said, well, every time I go to Ross Dress for Less, they call me boss. People call me boss. So I think you shouldn't hire me, yes. People... People always ask me, like, they go, uh, Mike, are you easily impre- impressionable? And I say, I-, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> oh, well, this one I'd love to see if I can work it out. I love it when uh, restaurants put their paper menu on the window, uh, especially here in San Francisco. It gives me something to read while I take a shit. Yeah, I don't San Francisco, if there's a lucky penny on the ground, uh, you, uh, well, I'm not gonna, I don't think this. Uh, I'm sorry. I did write these down. Uh, I had a writing teacher who told me, write what you know. And I told him, I don't think that's a good idea because I know you killed your wife. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be writing me. Uh, I had a couple of bad comedy dreams. I uh, dreamt I was in Zootopia. The movie with the fox and the and the animals, and I was at a, a in, uh, uh, co- uh, 
a cricket comedy club, and during their act, I talked loudly after every joke. Fuck you, crickets. Not how it feels. I dreamt that I, well, Mega goes into a bar and the bartender says, what'll it be? And the guy says, Doc, you got to help me. I think every place I go to is a psychiatrist's office. I had, I had a dream, another comedy dream, and uh, a man walks into a bar and the bartender says, what'll it be? And the guy says, I'm a screwdriver. He goes, no, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Mike Spiegelman. All right, well, uh, all right, I'll, I'll close on this. Uh, uh, where do baseball players keep their rahoofanol? On the Mickey Mantle. Uh, Mike Spiegel. On the Mickey Mantle. You one-liner comic. What's Nike Town? I, you know, you know the mall store. Like things are so bad, you oh. people are moving to Nike Town. Okay. Uh, baby dicks pics. Baby dick pics is great, and I want to hear more about it. All right. Like the whole concept of that, whatever you were saying with the dick pics and then the back thing and then in I mean and then it was what it was a m- memoir versus an autobiography yeah what's the difference like it's I thought that was very funny and um, I would spend more time on the from baby dick's pics on because I think it's I think it, I think that joke could be I know you do one liners but that could be like a 45 second joke if you I mean because that's funny because you can even get into like if you're looking at pictures of your dick when you were a baby is that pedophilia like if you have a girlfriend if you posted your baby dick pics on tinder is that child pornography it's your baby dick pic anyways it's that whole situation made me think I think for the, for the record, it is child pornography. It is. If you have your own, if you publish, if you publish your own naked baby pictures, that's still absolutely. pornographer. Why would? Yeah, absolutely. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I have a bit. My mom sent me a baby picture of uh, attached, and it was me naked with her, and it's a baby dick pic. If you want to see it, Pam. No, I mean, I just think that all that stuff is funny. Like I, I, I don't know. I just yeah. baby dicks. I mean, I am a nanny, so I touch a lot of baby dicks. So it's not even a thing. I'm like, oh, it's a baby dick. It's not a dick. It's a baby dick. It's like different. But that it's pornography is funny to me. I didn't. That's my own weirdness. People call me boss is a great punchline. Uh, and I know I, I to work that one out though because I, I think there's a really good, I don't think anyone's done that premise and I, I think that there's something way to do it but I, I don't want to I don't know I have to no but it out. being that they call you boss at Target and Ross and these other places but the punchline is that so you've got to somehow yeah. hide everything till you get to that punchline but it's great um, and I know I killed your wife was great like that's that joke was but fucking amazing it's not grounded in real life though cause but it doesn't have to be you're right. also talking about like Zootopia so fuck you like I, but, but I, right I, like I prefaced it as a dream you don't have to preface it as, oh I watched Zootopia with my daughter or you don't even just, you didn't even say yeah. that but you're like and that even makes it creepier like why do you know about Zootopia because <laughs> you didn't even like couch it in anything but I you can feel free to make weird jumps like that, and it's funny. Oh, cool. You're a comic. You get to lie, right? Other people, anybody else? Comments. You get to make. You get to make shit up. You get to talk about your baby dick pics. <laughs> uh, everybody, listen to Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman every Sunday from two to four. New yeah, movie every you. week. Yay! L W A F L M O Y T. Search for L W A F L M O Y T. Thank you, number two show on Mini Radio. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's 
so sweet. Thank you, people, for being here and coming and non-comedian people. And here we go. Your next comedian. I'm looking at my list of here. Oh, is he still here? Cup here together for Victor Trevino. He's not here. No, Victor Trevino. I didn't think so. Uh, my next on my list, Casey Fields. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Thanks for being here. Uh, this is one of my favorite things to do, actually, is just like kind of uh, doing joke writing stuff. It's kind of fun just to hang out, you know? I uh, I don't know. I hope uh, Jack was actually, I was going to mention this to him, but he just left. Uh, <laughs> Jack was mentioning how exciting it is to just work with artists and creators because you can just like, you know, you might see somebody that might blow up one day. So I hope all your dreams come true, everybody here, you know? Um, it's uh, it is one of those things though that I think about, like just trying to be present in comedy, like just trying to enjoy every mic and every moment, even if like some dude is flipping me off over a beer, right? <laughs> like, which has happened, uh, probably will happen again because I'm gonna go to delirium after this. Uh, <laughs> and uh, no, it, it's one of those things where like I really do try to be present because even if your dreams do come true, like they just don't last forever, like um. And not that that's bad, but it's just a fact. Like I remember, like going to the uh, going to a county fair recently, and there was a there was a band there uh, that you know sold over a million copies of albums, right? Platinum album band, and uh, they're playing, you know, to an audience that basically has to choose between watching their band or pig racing. <laughs> and I was just like, man, this is gonna be a rough gig. Like, it's just one of those things that you have to go through sometimes, that fall from grace. Like, you're playing Madison Square Garden one night, and then five years later, you're just like, thank you so much, Monterey Hot Dog Festival. Good night. <laughs> well, maybe that was more sad than anything. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I'm thinking about joining a gym again. Uh, I, uh, I'm trying to prep for it first. <laughs> Uh, I just want to get to the level where, like, you know, just, just like, lift weights a little bit, you know. I just want to get in good enough shape so that, like, when, I, when I'm actually in there, like, guys don't give me, like, encouragement. Like, you know, like, yeah, you can do it, dude. Like, lifting weights. Be like, mm, way to go, man. <laughs> That's the spirit. The hardest thing I've ever had to do at the gym was, uh, when I did have a gym membership, was uh, cancel my gym membership. That was definitely the hardest thing I had ever had to do. I remember I was, uh, I, I called them, it was a local gym, and I was like, hello, I'd like to cancel my gym membership, please. And they said, no worries, all you have to do is come on down and cancel in person. And I said, why? And they said, oh, so we can make sure that it's you. Oh, is that, is that a problem in your community? Like people prank canceling each other's gym memberships? <laughs> You know, I, I've never heard of that prank before, but uh, obviously I think it's just like they're, they just want to get another extra month out of you. If they figure that if you're too lazy to go to the gym on a regular basis and actually use your membership, you're probably too lazy to come down and actually cancel. So my, uh, I don't know. It also kind of feels like a trap. Like what if I just show up and then you just like start body shaming me, <laughs> you know? Just like, you, you sure you want to cancel, dude? Just look at yourself. Like, there are mirrors everywhere here. 
Like you're in the same shape that this is the day you signed up. Like don't do this. Don't don't cancel. Um you know, after that, I really have like a long-winded story that I can't fit into 1 minute, so I'm just going to end it there. Thanks so much for listening. Casey Fields. Are, was that about body shame for yourself? Yeah, well, underneath the shirt, there are very skinny arms. Well, I, I can't believe I didn't have you on the show last Friday because we had a whole show about body issues. And it, it it's confuses me that you have body issues. You have a great little bod. You're not <laughs> as little. The little was the wrong thing to say there, wasn't it? Jacob says you're a great little bod. But, I mean, I don't, you. I'm sorry that you feel ashamed about how... That's like, okay. I, mean, I feel shame about everything, Pam. Oh, okay. That's well, why then, I do stand-up comedy. Then, I, then that makes me feel better. Just you got, I was like, what's he talking about with the body shame? You have a great bod. Thank a lot you. of people would be like, holy shit, he's like totally rocking it. Oh, thanks. No? No. You don't feel that I way. Don't, I, I've never felt that what way. What do you want to be? Oh, my God. There's so many guys I want to be. Like, do you, what do you, what would you, I'm interested in this personally only because I have had body dysmorphia issues for years, but I finally got over it. Yeah. Like, coming to my mind. Let's but do this. What's, what's the part that, what's your least favorite body part? Ooh. Oh, least favorite. Um, so I, I'm a, uh, it's not really like, I guess, I don't know. I can't really pick out a least favorite. Maybe then talk. I do three. have like a little bit of man tit. That maybe that's kind of. You really? Like, you think you have man tit? I do. Like, yeah, I do. I definitely do. I just wear clothing and layer it really nice so that it doesn't show that much. So, is it your fitness you're concerned about that you want to be tighter? Because you're a tiny, you're a small person. <laughs> Not tiny. Tiny is the wrong word. Tiny is the wrong word. You're you're a thin. You're a thin man. You look, you look like averagely sized and perfectly proportioned thank you so is it is it when your clothes are off and the fitness component that bothers you the tightness um yeah i think so like anytime i catch myself naked in a mirror it's kind of rough like i was sitting down in a chair and like i was in a hotel room and the hotels have like really like like mirrors on walls sometimes and it just i was sitting down and it just looked like a stack of pancakes like right here but you're like you're like 162 pounds max no add another 15 really yeah i'm just half asian so like i can pull off <laughs> wow yeah but I appreciate you saying that. Maybe I should feel good about yeah, myself. Yeah, you should. My bad. You should know. feel. You should feel a lot better about your. I mean, you don't like appear to be. I don't know if you follow the internet's, but like Mark Neuer took his shirt off at uh, uh-huh. Delirium, and, and like he looked like. I was like, wow, I didn't know that Grimace had a son, like an illegitimate child. And it was, and that was a mean thing to say, but he put it, he put it out there with his, his clothes off. For you the record. Great. You look great. Thanks. For the record, I do, like, it's not so much that I feel shame. It's like, kind of like, um, yeah, they're just like little moments where I'm just like really hard on myself, I think. It's just kind of, you know, yeah, I, you know how it is. Yeah. It's just, all right. No, no, I get you. Like, I, I accept <laughs> this <laughs> <laughs> but what if i mean i feel i'm not a therapist right now i'm just i just smoking the bong back here no, again an ca- invitation if anyone wants to come back and smoke the bong you're welcome to do it i'm just confused because i see you as such like a totally normal put together guy that this would be an issue for you and oh that. yeah and so that like <laughs> Thanks, <man. laughs> i mean no but and that helps me think i mean and i just had a body issue show on friday so it's just something that i'm like interested in right now uh-huh. because 
I mean, I thought I was fat for years and I still fit into my cheerleading costumes. So that's fantastic. Well, right. But that's the whole thing is that I fit into those cheerleading costumes. And when I was wearing them back in the day, I thought I was fat and I was like seriously ill about Uh it. Like it was bad. And now I'm like, oh my God, I was so weird. So like body dysmorphia is a thing. And why do we have it as Americans? And maybe that's a thing to think about as a comic. Mm -hmm. Like, like we've got all these hoarders. We have all this stuff of excess, right? We've got obesity and we've got all these like people. And then now we've got all these other, and doesn't it all come from excess? And what does that mean? And aren't we the comics? And yeah, shouldn't we I don't know. I just, um, I could keep going, but I also want to give people stage time. Oh no, we're still, we just ended at your eight oh, minutes. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Well, no, you're not last. There's oh. more people, but you get eight minutes. Cause you were, that oh. was, you were the last person on number 12 to get your eight minutes got it okay and well, no one then. was like giving comments so i was like okay i'm gonna talk to him oh about. yeah sure i no was worries. really interested in your body dysmorphia thing well it's also because i eat not great you know i'm addicted to fast food i, mm. I have like i really am i genuinely am mostly don't get I, diabetes yeah i know it's tough i also love candy mm, i love candy too mm-hmm. i love it okay everybody casey fields thanks Let's see what time we're at. Uh, yeah, we got time for everybody. Everybody on the list. Hey, your next comedian, if she's still here, put your hands together for Annie Bernstein. <laughs> Annie's not here. All right. Hey, everybody, Emily Ward. <laughs> Do I? I you actually can. We have enough time. So it looks like the rest of the list, I'm not starting your time, is Michael Picaro and Patty Cakes. That's amazing. And we're going until eight hard. So this we, is good. We have plenty of time. So. Well, good. Well, and also, um, I don't have that many jokes that I super want to work on. So I have three, and I can just do them in less than four minutes, and we can work on them more. Great. <laughs> Great. Okay, cool. So I'll start with this one. Um, so I found out recently that the Philippines banned gossip, uh, which to me felt like a direct attack on uh, women in the Bravo TV network. You know that? Like I was watching The Real Housewives of Manila and it just featured six wealthy women talking about absolutely nothing. It was completely like, um, I think men can come just as easily as women. Stay with me. Here's the trick, you guys. Here's the trick to come like a woman. You have to be ashamed of your body in the light. You have to fake noises all the time, and you have to be paranoid about how well you wiped your butt <laughs> last time you used the bathroom. That's the secret. This part I don't, this, I mean, that, that, that's the joke I want to work on, but it does have a, like, a little follow-up, so I'll do that one because I like it. Um, by the way, I don't know why guys are so confident about their bodies, like they shouldn't be, right? Like they should not be. Because if you think about it, the only thing biologically relevant on a man's body hangs off of it in a bag, right? Like even your balls are as far away from you as they possibly can be without being completely detached. Like even they're like, we don't want this. And the older you get, the wiser they get and the farther they go. I do, by the way, I do shit on men and I realize that I do that because uh, me as a white woman, I think I have like five more years of that <laughs> until people are like, wait a minute, <laughs> why are you complaining? Um, cool. Um, so those two jokes and then um, this is another joke that I literally just wrote, wrote down just because it was like very venti for me. Um, but for some reason, like women love to talk to me and they love, an op- love to open up to me and I think it's because I have a listener's face 
But the problem is, is I have a resting bitch personality. <laughs> so <laughs> that's all the jokes that I have. <laughs> okay. Fire! Fire! Blammo. Fire from Emily Ward. <laughs> yeah, oh, Blam? Are you, do you watch? No, I said Blammo. Oh, Blammo. Okay, I thought mm-hmm. you were going to do like a crazy ex-girlfriend, like, Blam! That's, I've been watching that. It's silly. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> um, you're a genius. Uh, <laughs> that, I thought that was incredibly funny. I really connected with the unwiped butt trying to have sex and feeling unsexy. Like, I mean, you didn't say that, but I, you were talking about Okay. Yeah. Uh, and once it's the problem is, I think most women don't think about it, and I almost feel bad because, like, as soon as you get it in your head, it's done. <laughs> I know. I constantly think, like, always. I, always. I don't. I mean, I can't let it, going downstairs. Like, oh, yeah. we have to. Have, there's a whole cleansing ritual before right. we even exactly. think about doing that. Or is it like flipped a, over? It's very. I'm it's, very like. It's, yeah. It's there's, it's not like a bar bathroom kind no, of thing. It no. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a there's a, there's a serious. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, loved the gossip thing. I think you could put a gossip girl reference in there. Like, oh yeah. I mean, it's a show. It's yeah. a show in the USA called The Gossip Girl. So you could. Like, really, you don't allow gossip? Like, what do you not allow? Because they probably have Gossip Girl on Netflix in the Philippines. So that's crazy. Like, they probably watch it and they're like, "We're not allowed to gossip," but there's Gossip Girl, and yeah. that's crazy. I love the white butt joke again. Um, really, you're you're so personable. You feel like your personage on stage is well, very you. professional, like ready to go on net. Like you, <laughs> I know, just so. like your personality and you're really pretty and like what you're doing. Like that's all very and the confidence, all of that, like really resonates and it's really good. So, yay! Thank you. No, yeah, it was super cool. That's awesome, Emily. Um, the. I, I actually really like the premise to the last joke. Uh, yeah, and uh, I, I don't, I couldn't think of anything. So uh, I don't know if this helps with context because I'm actually sure. like very curious to see where you can go with this because I was like, so here's the premise. Like, really, what it is is so I'm a comedian's girlfriend too, and I've been that longer than I've been a comic. Um, and so for some reason, whenever I'm around male comics with girlfriends, all the girlfriends dump on me. And then I get into this situation where like, <laughs> I, I either like try to give a suggestion and every time I've done that, I've gotten in so much trouble because uh, like the guy comes back to my boyfriend and he's like, what the fuck did your girlfriend just do? Or I don't say anything or like really what happened is recently one of the girlfriends like fucking unloaded on me and I, I am like bitchy enough to be like, I don't. Like you're too much do- gossip, I don't, or too much drama. I don't want this. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't know how to do that, so I'm just gonna vent in my joke. But that's kind of the premise. No, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> super, and I and I think you could like. I guess what in my mind I was like, next move is an act out. Like after that premise, oh, right? Yeah. Because you, you uh, the beginning was you have like a wel- what was it welcoming face? I forget what. Oh, a listener's face. listener's a face, listener's and then face. but a bitch resting face. resting bitch personality, resting which bitch is person- an amazing punch. Right, and that's super great. And then I was thinking like, oh, like that'd be really funny to act that like to be like uh, like what I, I don't know what people <gasps> oh, actually yeah. say to you if right after. Like, you get to be the me? girl. You get to be like, so yeah. he is such a jerk, and I don't even know what to do. And you're and just then, like, and I would say something. Oh wow, really? Maybe that's because you're right. Yeah, maybe that's because you're. Have you seen things, you? So you yeah. shouldn't be asking so much of them. That's yeah. cruel. That's cruel. Right. <laughs> okay, got it. Yeah. No, but as long as you can couch it. Who's okay, your, cool. Who's I'll your try comedian it. boyfriend? Oh, do you know David Namyar? Yeah. That's the other All thing. right. Well, there you go. <laughs> the other thing I was thinking is that he, um, 
the other thing, like he and I broke up for like 10 months and have done that a few times. So I'm kind of like, why are you coming to me for advice when my dating history is horrendous? But I don't know if I want to go there because that's not a... <laughs> yeah. Well, you're excessively good looking. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. You're like, you're a 10. He's a, he's very funny, but he's still a six. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Okay. I'm, not, I'm sorry. Am I a dick? I'm sorry, but he's so, so we got, funny. We got he's back together so six funny. months ago. You should have okay, talked well, to me I didn't, I should. I should be, I'm sorry. I'm not making fun of you. He's very, very funny. I am also assuaged by humor. Uh, <laughs> It's yeah. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. No, no, no. It's podcast. honestly, it's totally fine and it's totally funny. I just don't know how to how to deflect it, so I just kind of sit here in a weird way. Okay, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't. You don't have to deflect. We can be he's friends. A, You're so pretty. Got, I want pretty the, friends. How about this? I'll give him a shout out. He's got like more than just a personality. Oh <laughs> yeah. Hey everybody, she is hilarious as fuck, and you should look her up. I can't. I mean, hey everybody, come back again and again. Emily Ward. <laughs> I am a person with too many opinions that has a microphone too often. And so I they say things. So, David, name your, I'm sorry if I said anything mean about your face. Okay, okay. I mean, hey, I only, I, I mean, I, I only feel like I'm like a 7.3. So, I mean, that's, you know, it's, I'm trying to be good on this guy. I mean, and fuck the male gaze and feminist beauty anyways. I don't wear makeup. That's why I'm a 7.3. If I wear makeup and if I dyed my hair, I might be a whole different person. Just like the person who's going to go up next. <laughs> Thanks, Emily. It was really great to have you here. Yay, let's be friends. Yay. I'll be your ugly friend. Yay. Uh, your next comedian. Put your hands together for Michael Pinero. It's a, it's a trick. <laughs> Clearly, I've done this before. So, guys, I'm, uh, I'm getting older now. I'm at a point where uh, I'm about to hit my dirty 30. About to be 30 years old for the first time at that. And, uh, you know, body issues, although I should have them, I don't have them. The thing that I worry about is that uh, I think I'm kind of fucked up inside. Just the older that I get, the more I realize, like, there's probably something wrong with me. I know I'm fucked up when I watch movies. Like, have you ever watched Stuart Little? You know what would make that movie better for me? If the kid died. Then the mouse has to fucking figure it out. That's why I'd love. Or I'd love to see, like, a Toy Story movie where, like, Andy dies and the toys just have to figure it out. You know? Woody, I think that's heroin in his arm. <laughs> I would fucking love that. I would fucking love that. Not only that, I'm doing dumb shit, too. Like, I'm starting to lie to women. I've never been a liar in my life, but uh, I took a girl out on a date recently. Something nice and sweet. I took her for a walk on the beach, and at some point, she looks out into the water, and she goes, I love the ocean. And for whatever reason, I was like, you know what? time to lie. I was like, bitch, that's why I bought it for you. Yup, everything you see right here, that's yours. I can get rid of these animals too if you ain't digging it. This is all your, we can just frack the shit out of all of this. Yeah. That, I've been lying to her. I've been lying to girls on Tinder. But I feel like I can lie on Tinder. Like, that's totally fine. Because uh, Tinder keeps like hooking me up with really crazy chicks. Like, the last girl that I hooked up with on Tinder was a fucking psychopath. 
I went over to her house and I'm doing all the stuff I'm supposed to do. Like she's like, hey, do you want to see pictures of me as a little girl? And I'm like, hey, I totally want to fuck you. So yes, let's see pictures of you as a little girl. And she takes out these pictures and it's her as a little girl just killing rabbits with bricks and shit. But I still want to fuck her, so I'm like, adorable. Oh my God, did you kill these rabbits by yourself? You're so fucking talented. Holy shit. Holy fucking shit. I'm getting mad at stupid shit I shouldn't be getting mad at. Like I was watching TV the other day and you know what I realized? I realized that I don't trust Barbie. Like the doll. I don't fucking trust the bitch. 70 years with her, can't fucking trust her. She's a liar. She's a liar. If I went on a date with Barbie and I was like, hey, what do you do? And she was like, oh, I'm a doctor. I'm an astronaut. Uh, you know, I fucking, I, I do NASCAR and shit. I'd be like, you're a fucking liar and a psychopath. Fuck you. I don't trust you. I don't fucking trust you. The ad was for her to like, it was like her and her like Daytona, like beach house. How much fucking real estate are we going to let this bitch buy? We're just letting her take over the entire fucking world and I'm over it. And I'm over it. Speaking of over it, my friend just died. I'm not going to be seeing him anymore. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible transition. Yeah, but she, he, he died. You know, his girlfriend called me up, told me that he wasn't going to be around anymore. So I knew she wanted some dick, whatever. And uh, I wasn't sad. I wasn't sad until I saw his little laminated obituary thing, you know? Like, it's a picture of him in a living room, but they, like, photoshopped it, and now he's, like, in the clouds with, like, God behind him and shit, you know? I don't want that for when I die. When I die, I want a very specific obituary card. Like, I want, like, to be riding a dragon in hell, number one, because I've done some bad things. And I want, like, all the little kids to be wearing masks of my face and all, like, the women of the world just, like, throwing their pussy in the sky like I just graduated from life, you know? And then when you flip the whole thing over, there's a puzzle. All right, guys, I'm Michael Panera. Michael Panera! Like, settlers of Catan, except you're dead. Uh... The rabbits thing, that was the highlight for me of everything you did, because it was like you being you. Also, I liked that thing at the end, the whole diatribe, because you have to remember that all of your stuff that you say is like, so the audience can connect with you as a person. So the beginning of it, I was like, oh, he's doing jokey jokes. And then when you got to the rabbits, I was like, oh, this is unusual. This is original. This is the sky. And that was, that's what keyed me in. Because other than that, it was like, it was almost like, okay. So it's like you tried to connect with us outside instead of like, okay, so you and me and rabbits, that's like a direct connection. But when you like go to TV or something, it's like pulling me and you into something outside yourself. It's like, let's connect on this thing out here, this thing called TV or this thing, this other thing that we're all watching. Instead of it being your experience that we're connecting, which was like the rabbits thing and the Barbie thing at the end. And I think that Hillary Clinton is kind of the punchline for that. But um, that Barbie thing was the first time I ever did it. So that's kind of that's but nice that it, it felt up. like I was like getting once we got to the rabbits, I was like, oh, this is a guy who's a guy. I felt like before that I was like, I'm just telling jokes. And I was like, mm, he's connecting on this thing out here. Rather than connecting with me, it's like, hey, let's talk about this thing that's 
it's almost like when guys talk about sports, right? And it's, we're connecting in sports, but it's not you and me connecting. It's that there's this thing far outside of us and it's sports and that's what we're connecting on. Whereas your materials should make us understand you better. And so I felt like the jokes in the middle where you were just sort of talking, that's you and that's what makes it unique. Other than that, it's like, we can all do jokes. But like your individual perspective I found interesting in that in that middle section anyway damn that was pretty good advice <laughs> that oh, was good, good. <laughs> just connect with people connect with people instead of choosing a thing outside it's like if it's the same thing as like let's make a joke about the if you made a joke about the real wives of like wherever that's like us talking about tv rather if you talk about someone else's wife you fucked now we're talking about our right so it's like try to break down the connections and make them one-on-one connections and that'll be a thing yay michael panero patty cakes is our last dude patty cakes everybody put your hands together for patty cakes are you not patty cakes who are you? You're Patty Cakes. Patty Cakes! This part of his jokes, he looked around the room. Hello. Um, I was in the middle of a text, um, but I feel like this is a little more urgent. Um, I'll, get, I'll get back to it. Um, let, me, let me refer to my notes. Okay, I wrote down Spider Freeway. Okay, um, I'm sorry, that's not how that joke's supposed to go. It's supposed to go like, oh, it was raining recently, but I don't know if it recently has been raining, so uh, maybe it's a seasonal thing. But um, I'm tired of looking where I step when it's raining. Because there's always uh, a little something trying to cross the sidewalk. And I'm tired of looking where I step. Um, snails and worms, I'm, I, I don't, I care about these little guys. I don't want to step on them. Um, sticking, sticking to a theme of critters, um, I wrote down a Spider Freeway. Um, that joke goes like, I was on the freeway, and that's the worst time to freak out, right? Um, and and spiders kind of like commit sexual assault, because it's like they touch you without consent, and you didn't give it, you didn't give it. Um, uh, shoot, uh, how much does a polar bear weigh? Um, that's right. It's a rhetorical question. Uh, my grandpa just died, so let me, <laughs> let me, can I, can I finish this text right now? Okay. I'll be home Sunday. Sure, I'll be a pallbearer. Okay. Um, let's see. What else did I write down? I wrote down this, um, I finally met someone who uses a poop knife. What? <laughs> uh, poop knife is, if you don't know what it is, we'll just check out the uh, subreddit. There's there's one for everything now. Um, 
A poop knife is is a, a knife that you keep next to the toilet when your defecation is too big for the pipes. Stop it. I'm sorry. It's I met someone. It's a it's a terrible condition that they have when they go once a week. It's terrible. I work with these people. It's it's my God-given duty and privilege to work with disabled people as a um, caregiver. Let's give it up for caregivers. Um, not for me. Not for me. I do it for the money. Sixteen dollars an hour. Um, uh, is is a f is a few minutes more than a couple? How many minutes are in a few? Because a couple is definitely two by definition. Two a couple two. So uh, a few has to be at least like three, right? So so by those definitions, quite a few would have to be somewhere around nine or twelve minutes. Um, a couple minutes, you know, a few minutes, uh, quite a few minutes, I don't know. Um, uh, uh, you know, who's your God? Um, who, and, and if you don't have one, uh, do find one and replace it with me. <laughs> That's my time. Oh, wait, what's behind every great man? That's that's right. A strong, independent woman pegging him. Yay! I meant I meant to. Patty uh, cakes. I'm sorry. I was totally heckling you at the end, and that's not cool. I tried to step on your punchline. Oh no, that's fine. Because you have a Walt Disney World thing on, and I love Disney, and I loved your set. I love your alt comedy. I love it. I thought at the beginning it took me, I mean, here's the thing. You need to do 10 minute sets because it takes two minutes to warm up to you. Re and really? Yes. It took me the first two minutes. I, the first thing I wrote down was alt comedy. And then I was like, Spider Freeway? Fuck yeah. It's not only is it the best band name I've ever heard of, which I hope that you mention at some point, but the soul Spider Freeway thing. And it was like you did a TED Talk on poop. I mean, I didn't even know there was a poop knife. I didn't know there was a thing. And, and then all of a sudden I was in. It was the same thing with this guy. Like you, It took me a minute to be like, he's doing alt comedy. And then be like, this is fucking funny shit. And I was laughing very hard. I was. I, I really enjoyed it. The poop knife stuff really got me. I didn't even know that was a thing. And that there's a whole, like, you could, like, and poop is funny, right? Everyone knows poop is funny. So if you... I don't want to be deal, that kind of guy. No, but you already are. You deal with a poop knife. You know what a poop knife is. I've never heard of this thing. Holy shit. But I'm... Like, <laughs> right? We all think poop is funny. And if you actually deal with us... I have a lot of jokes about touching baby dicks for money because you got to wipe all the poop off it when you... I'm a nanny. I do a lot of diaper changing. I lived in a preschool for 25 years. Well, there you go. You've dealt with shit on both ends. And now you're at the old people end? My God. Old people, human shit. You might 42 need a poop isn't knife. old. Oh, okay. But I mean, <laughs> a poop knife. I can't even imagine eating that much food to make a poop knife happen for a thing. Wow. They don't go a lot. I, it's, I mean, one time at Burning Man, I didn't go for like seven days, but I did it on purpose. I took the special drug to make myself not poop. And then on the way out, at, it, was a, it was like a crazy hour at a jack-in-a-box on the, on the, I didn't know which side of the state to drop my colon on. I'm like, do I leave it on like the, 
Nevada side or the California side. Anyway. You were great, Patty Cakes. I hope that you come back. You're very, very funny. You're an alt comic. That's what they call you. Really? An alt com- alternative comedy. Like, you do think you're funny, but you're alternative. There, There's a guy, Jesse Elias, right now. He's, like, totally on the spectrum, and he's getting super, super big because he's, like, he used to just, he never looked at the audience. He'd do all of his jokes and just look down with all of his hair in front of him. And, and now he's, like, getting traction and, getting like Comedy Central and all this kind of stuff. You're an alt comic. Look it up. There's all kinds of people that do that. Is that what I did? You did alt comedy, yes. I mean, there would have been people here. I I would have looked at them in the eye. I can't No, not that you're not looking, not that you're not looking at them in the face, but just that your material is alternative. Like it's, it's called alt comedy. Look it up. Okay. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for being here on Joke Workshop. Coming up next, Moonday Night School. Love those girls. Love, love, love. Uh, thanks again so much for everybody staying for the All of Joke Workshop. And I love this show so much. And I'm so glad that you guys are here and and coming out and come back next week. Love, 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 love. Yay! Yay!